podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello there guys, Daniel Charles back here again for my rational perspective on Man City 2, Chelsea 0. Chelsea out of the League Cup in the third round. Uh, I have to remember the last time that happened. I think it may have been like 2011 or something. So it hasn't been uh, that regular. Chelsea do progress in these cup competitions quite regularly. Of course, got all the way to the final uh, last year. That won't be happening. But we always knew there was a chance. Of course, Man City away is one of the tougher draws Chelsea could have got. It was a heavily rotated side. And Chelsea are not in good confidence at the moment. And I spoke about the mood around Stamford Bridge um, on Sunday after the defeat against Arsenal. This is not going to help that as well. And I think in front of goal again, you're seeing such a lack of confidence, which is such a shame at the moment. And at the back, Chelsea making some mistakes and being you know, punished for it against Man City. Even if it was a rotated Man City side, they still had quality out there. And it's just a shame, I think, for some of those young players who came in, uh, one in particular, Lewis Hall, who I think deserves a lot of praise tonight for his performance. He was kind of the shining light of what is another difficult night for Chelsea this season. Um, But obviously being knocked out of the League Cup at at this early stage is not going to help the mood with only one game to go now for Graham Potter until the World Cup, where it's another big challenge against an an informed Newcastle side on Saturday night at St James's Park so we'll get into the game Uh, if you are watching on my YouTube channel please give the video a like hit that subscribe button and a notification bell so you don't miss any of the uploads and glad to say that Son of Chelsea is a part of the 90 Min podcast network so if you are listening on the podcast please give us a positive rate and review because it does help out as well going into the starting lineup um, I I found out the lineup um, a little bit earlier and it was quite interesting to me it was kind of a blend of what I expected Graham Potter to be doing, um, Mendy in goal, keeping his place, uh, Chalaba, Koulibaly and Kukurea as the back three, uh, Loftus-Cheek right wing back, Mateo Kovacic as captain, Denis Akara in a double six with him, uh, Lewis Hall making the start, one of the youngsters who was promoted for this game, and in a front three of Hakim Ziyech, Amanda Breuer and Christian Pulisic. Um, again, not that shocking to me, injuries, probably wanted to keep some of those first team players in, in the team to keep it competitive. Um, I think Chelsea struggled in the first 20 minutes. I think the first 20 minutes of both halves um, were really difficult for Chelsea and they got punished in the second half. Um, and that could have happened in the first as well. Chelsea were consistently trying to play out from the back um, and trying to really uh, pr- bring City onto them. And obviously that's, that's a risky thing against a team like City who, who are so well drilled. Uh, press so high up the pitch even when youngsters of their own come in um, and how quickly and smoothly they move the ball and I think Jack Grealish today was a, was a really good player for Man City um, just gliding in and out of areas picking up some really dangerous places I think that as well Riyad Mahrez one of those more experienced players for City starting tonight along the likes of uh, Cole Palmer getting a start I think he really added that sort of um, invention that they needed at times and, and Alvarez too who scored uh, both of those players Mahrez and Alvarez went on to score for Man City um, uh, but, you know, Chelsea were able to hang in there. And then I think once those first 20 minutes got by and Chelsea were able to to get a little bit more confidence in the ball, there were chances for us in that first half in particular to really break through that press. I think the way via Mendy, via the back three, and particularly via Lewis Hall, who I think was the standout performer for Chelsea tonight, he impressed against Chesterfield, uh, as we remember at the start of this year. Um, it's taken a long time for him to get another chance. But he impressed, and I think the the shame of it, and and kind of the 
not horrible thing, but kind of it, it says so much that a player who has barely featured this season at all um, has just been training as one of the youngsters comes in and looks so mature, looks so ready. It, it reflects so well on Cobham, as we know. That's a common trend of, of players coming through the academy and looking very well suited to what the demands are at Chelsea. Uh, the versatility as well. We know of Lewis Hall. I think the last time he played for Chelsea against Chesterfield, he was actually in a back three. He was playing in the Mark Cucurea role. Um, but today he was playing as a left wing back. And just the way he glided past players, um, really tried to, to cut in field, open up space, open up the pitch, make um, sort of decoy runs. I remember a few times Christian Pulisic was in a really good position and forced a save. Um, out of Ortega, I think, had a really good game, obviously, for Man City in goal tonight. Um so he, and of course, he had that big chance. He had two chances in the game, both saved. Uh, the first chance he has to score, I think the second chance is a good save uh, in the second half. I think with Chelsea with 2 0 down at that point. The first one just needs more composure. He really does. And that would have been a massive moment in the game. Uh, I really do think, and, and people may call me crazy, I think if Chelsea would have scored that, I, I, I think that there could have been a chance for Chelsea to win this game. I really do. I don't think we can compare this to the performance on Sunday because there was a lot of things in the final third for Chelsea. There were opportunities there. It looked like we were creating space. We were opening up things, but it's that classic thing with Chelsea of just not having that clinical edge in the final third. I mean, Christian Pulisic got into some really good areas um, and, and you know, he's one of the players that sometimes you think inside that six-yard box that has a little bit of that, um, but he had a chance early on that he kind of scuffed at, uh, probably should have done better at and, and made greater work for the keeper. Um, but, you know, you just felt at half time. sure, it's nil-nil and Chelsea could be doing more here. But, you know, we give away a silly foul and we give away some silly fouls in the first half right in the edge of the box. And when the quality of player that Man City has, particularly Riyad Mahrez on his left foot, um, it's really poor from Koulibaly, who, I, you know, Koulibaly, I think, actually had a decent night tonight. I think he had to make some really good last-ditch challenges. I think a few Chelsea players did uh, when Chelsea were trying to be a little bit risky out of the back and there were some chances where... City got in and players, you know, had to be there in the right place to stop at a chance at goal at Mendy. And Mendy had to make some big saves as well. But why isn't Koulibaly jumping there? It just makes no sense to me. And it's just, you know, you just look at individual moments at the moment that just aren't helping out the rest of the team. Um, and, and we saw on Sunday the goal for Arsenal um, went through a body of Chelsea players that didn't clear it, should have cleared it. It's just very basic things from top level players that you just expect so much better uh, from Chelsea. And again, that, that changes the game. It opens things up for Man City and it was poor. Chelsea lost the ball. Um, it, it came quite high up the pitch. Uh, Ziyech and and Loftus-Cheek got into a really good area. And it was so infuriating. You know, Ziyech and Loftus-Cheek, you know, got into this really good position where you thought one of them scored across the ball. And then they just both sort of passed it to each other. And then I think Loftus-Cheek just sort of ran back into trouble or gave it to Pulisic, actually, and we lost the ball. And then it gets to Alvarez. He pings the ball over to Riyad Mahrez. Mahrez shoots. It's saved by Mendy. Koulibaly can't get back. And Alvarez follows in to make it 2-0. And that in the end is the end of the game. Um, but, you know, another frustration for me as the, the second half wore on because we did have some chances. And, and at times it just felt like not only did their backup keeper have a great game, nothing was kind of going right in the final third for Chelsea. Uh, comically at the end there when it was it was almost like pinball. And even when we got the ball in the back of the net, it obviously was called offside. For our wrap up here, I want to speak about Amari Hutchinson. Uh, was on the bench but did not come off. Uh, it, and it's, it's a real shame, I think. And it's a wasted opportunity from Graham Potter. I don't see the point of taking him for this game even if Chelsea are 2-0 down Kai Havertz Mason Mount you know other players that came on it's it to me I don't see the harm of giving Amari Hutchinson who's been really exciting in the academy this season and you want to get him involved in the first team 
uh, like a lot of these young players we want them to and kind of get that taste of first team football and be in and around the squad um, for him not to get minutes tonight is just I think is a bit of a slap in the face and I think it's a poor move from Graham Potter I really do um, I, I don't see the value you know especially when those players come on and nothing really changes or at least you know it, it, it the game you know doesn't turn um, I, I just think it would have been nicer to see Amari Hutchinson play and I think would have given a little bit more excitement and you never know with a bit of bravery on the ball you know he could have done something a bit like Lewis Hall um, so that that's a shame and I think it leaves the note, leaves the night on a bit of a sour note to me it, it's a tough place for Chelsea and for Graham Potter it really is uh, because as I keep on referring to, I, you know, you, you listen to people speak about the current squad. You listen to people speak about the current thing at Chelsea uh, and he really needs the World Cup and he really needs a win. And, you know, there is one more opportunity to do it. And I think beating Newcastle on Saturday would be a real boost going into the World Cup for Chelsea. But are they going to do it? What team is going to turn up? You know, do these players look confident enough to go to a team who are in good form and overturn sort of their good form and, and, and face that challenge away from home against what's probably going to be a raucous and very loud St. James's Park compared to when we were there last season? Um, a ground that Chelsea historically have really struggled at. So it's a massive test, it really is. And I think it's a test of Potter to maybe be a bit inventive and, you know, be a bit more brave, I think, with team selection. Um, some of those regulars that have not been performing not start on Saturday. Some of those players who impressed tonight and showed a little bit more, can they start on Saturday? That would be a big question for me. Even Christian Pulisic, I know people would be frustrated with him. I would start him on Saturday as well. Um, you know, just big questions, for I think, for Graham Potter and for Chelsea. It's just hard to see where the positivity is coming. But there was one tonight, I think, in Lewis Hall. But we are out of competition, and I'm sure a lot of you guys will be really frustrated by that. Uh, so let me know your thoughts. If you are listening on the podcast, please do rate and review. Uh, hit that subscribe button and the notification bell if you are watching on YouTube. Follow me on Twitter, at Son of Chelsea, and I'll see you again very soon. All the best. Podcast Network.